while he was banished from the presence of Saul the son of Kish there were amongst them warriors who helped him in battle they were uh, they were armed with bows and were able to shoot arrows and a sling stones right-handed and left they were relatives of Saul amen and then he comes in verse 8 and he says some get gadites defected to David at the stronghold in the in the wilderness they were brave warriors ready for battle able to handle the shield and the spear their faces were the faces of lions and they were swift as gazelles on the mountain amen when you look at david in ziglag is a different david than the david in adullam david has still accomplished some things in that journey but there were more things that god was still preparing him for god was preparing him for the time that he would come into the place where he would take over the throne of israel but in order to do that god had to bring him this time not distressed people not uh, not disconcerted people not people that are in debt god brings them them him people that are now skilled yeah in what is needed Amen. for him to take the territory yeah. i'm here to say to you that there comes a season in in the the church when god brings in skilled warriors amen amen these are not people that need uh, need to go back to basic training they don't have to go back to the boot camp they they they've been in the trenches they they've been engaged in battle and god says i'm bringing them now hallelujah amen and and he comes in and he sends these people to 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 david but look at this david is not impressed because they came to him In verse 16 he says and other benjamites son of a sons uh, uh, some men from judah also came to david in the stronghold where did they connect with him not when he was in the palace he was still in the trenches he was still hiding from saw that was the time they connect you see sometimes you want to connect to things that are successful but things that are growing we don't want to connect to we say we'll wait and see amen but there's a people that is amongst others that says i'm not going to wait and see I, i know i i discern that this ministry is going somewhere this house is going somewhere this person is going somewhere so i connect with it because i know my destiny is locked up in them and so there are men that came to david and david went out to meet them and he said to them if you come to me in peace to help me I am ready for you to join me. But if you have come to betray me to my enemies, when my hands are free from violence, may the God of our ancestors see it and judge you. Amen. That means uh, the King James says if you come peaceably to me, my heart will be knit to yours. But if you come to betray me to my enemies, then then he says i rebuke you and then he says and my and, and and god will be your judge verse 18 imagine this as a new membership statement people that are coming to join the church for the first time you say if you come peaceably to me your heart will be knit with mine if you come to betray me to my enemies god will be your judge amen isn't that a good measurement yeah 
because the motive with which someone comes in will either determine whether they're building or they're destroying. In verse 18, it says, Then the Spirit came upon Amasai, the chief of the 30, and he said, We are yours, David. Look at that. We are yours, David. We are with you, son of Jesse. Success, success to you, success to those that help you, for your God will help you. Amen. Amen. And David received them and made them leaders in the ranks. Amen. Now I want you to understand, when Amasai opened up his mouth, he made a, not only a declaration, but a covenant with David. He was saying, I am yours. He didn't only speak on his behalf, he spoke on behalf of all the men that were coming. He says, we are yours. We are with you. Ah. You see, some people are with you for where you're going. Yeah, yeah. Some people are with you for what they can get. He came to David and he says, we are with you. Wherever you're going, whatever you're going to accomplish, we are with you. Amen. Amen. Uh, this is important. In order for us to accomplish what God wants us in this time, you've got to learn how to be connected to the one that God has placed you over, placed over your life. And he says, we are with you, David. We are with you, son of Jesse. He recognized where he comes from. I want you to understand, every time they kept on saying, this is the son of Jesse. Saul used it as a pejorative to remind David, you don't come from a lineage of kings. You come from a lineage of people that keep sheep and look after sheep. But here he comes and he says, we are with you, son of Jesse. And he says, success to you and success to those that uh, help you. This is important for us to come to that place where we realize that there were people that have been with us before you came. Don't just be joined to the leader. Be joined to those that are working together with them. You see, what, what told David these were the right men? They were there not only for David, but they were there for where David was going and what, David, what God wanted to accomplish in his life, but they were there also connected to the people that is around them. I'm here to say to you, there needs to be a shift. Remember, we're speaking about covenant. This is our covenant, man. We got to come to the place where we clear what we believe, what we are connected to, what we're expecting God for to do in our lives. So, Father, we come to you in the name that is above every other name. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for brave warriors. Thank you, God, for kingdom warriors. Father, thank you, God, for those that can use their right hand and their left. Father, thank you, God, for those, oh God, that are brave warriors, ready for battle, that are able to keep their shields, oh God. I pray, oh God, make them set their faces like flint before you. Those, oh God, that will say, oh God, like their faces will be like lions. Oh God, that they will roar that they will be able to enable to do the things that God has called them to do. And in the name of Jesus, I pray for these, your sons and your daughters, for those that are joining us online, I pray today in the name of Jesus that you are moving by your spirit. You are moving by your power. Father, I pray today for open heavens. We pray, oh God, that there will just be a move of God. 
a grace of God that will be poured out. And so, Father, we remove all limitations of you. We say, have your way in this place. Have your way in our lives. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. And every Amen. Everyone said, Amen. 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 Well, welcome to all of you. Let us worship God together today. It's good to see all of you. Amen. God bless. Hallelujah. Potter's house, you in the house? Amen. Come on. We get to celebrate our God. Amen. He's faithful. He said from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same, we're going to praise our God. Amen. So right now, no matter what we face, it'll always end in praise. Come on. Let's praise that now.
like a sound mind. You believe that right now? And if you're the child of God, there's no more fear. We're not afraid. We say, devil, come. We got you. Let's go. Come on. I'm not afraid. Hey. I'm not afraid. Tell those giants. Tell every giant. Get out. Get out my way. Hey. Mindset right now, your hurting heart, whatever it is right now, I'm gonna tell you, you gotta tell that giant, get out! You are defeated because our God has given us power right now and authority over all things. Let's say, I'm not afraid. Yeah, I'm not afraid. Come on, tell every giant, get out my way. I 
So would somebody testify this morning and say, this is how I fight my battle. Amen. That I fight it on my knees. I fight it as I come into his presence. I fight it with my praise. I fight it with my worship. I fight it as I lift my voice. I fight it every morning. I fight it every evening. I know, God, that you are showing up in my life. You are showing up in my home. You are showing up in our family. You are the great I am. You are the great I am. We bless you, oh God. 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 Somebody lift their voice. Somebody lift their hands. Somebody yada, God. Somebody praise God. Somebody shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Oh, he has given us the victory. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. You may be seated while we still in answer of prayer. This morning, uh, we are blessed to have with us Bishop Ricardo Thomas, amen, who is no stranger to Potter's House. Uh, we were calculating the other day over 18 years. He's been, he's been coming in our relationship and we thank God for him. We thank God for keeping him in good health and strength and for allowing him to come and see us again. Amen. But not only see us again, uh, if you listen on Wednesday, if you weren't here and you may have listened to the recording, it's something that you should listen to, the, the Facebook message. If you didn't catch the, the live message, go on Facebook, listen to it, or YouTube, you'll probably get it there, uh, the, the message on Second in Command. But one of the things, one of the grace that Bishop Thomas carries is part of his own testimony. Part of his own testimony, he wrote, he wrote a book uh, from dope dealer to hope dealer and how God transformed his life. Amen. If, if there is a, a life that you know that is, has really went through all of the struggles and all of the challenges of life, he's been through it. He's been through it only in terms of lifestyle, but also in terms of his own personal journeys, challenge with drugs, challenge with being in prison, all of those things, God had delivered him from it. And God delivered him from over 30 years ago. Amen. Now, I want you to understand, for some people that maybe you may be in, entering your 40s, that's when God restored him. He was in his 40s. By that time, he has lived many years in a certain position, but then God came and changed it around. Now, I believe something, that certain people carry a grace that is able to help us. That means the Bible says, uh, when we are weak, we are strong. Because God brings that grace that will come and impart into our lives that causes us to have a, a spirit of breakthrough. And so this morning, if you are struggling in an area in your life, and you are saying, God, I need something fresh. I just need an anointing for breakthrough in my life. An anointing for to be established. 
an anointing for a turn around in my life. I don't like the, the direction in which my life is going, but I'm trusting you today. I'm believing God that even as you would come up, amen. Leonard, you play something for me, please. One, one of the things that I want you to understand is that I believe that even as the man of God prays with you, that the same God, we sing the song, that did it for him, will do it for you. Yes. Amen. He's the God of the breakthrough. He's the God of the more than enough. He's a God that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above. He's a God that is a God of favor. He's a God of power. Amen. And I want you to understand that sometimes you can go through life dealing with the same thing over and over again. You love God. This is not a question of whether you love God. This is not a question of whether you, you want to serve God. That's not anything. It's not an issue of salvation. It's an issue of saying, God, I don't like the way my life is. I need something fresh. Amen. And so this morning, I want to open this out to you. Amen. I've learned one thing, how to access grace. You see, the lady with the issue of blood, when she knew she had a challenge, she knew the one that carried the ability and the anointing to break through in her life. And all she did was, she says, I have to touch the hem of his garment. She didn't want a conversation. She didn't want an audience. She didn't want anything else. She says, I'm going to touch the hem of his garment. She knew where to go. She knew what she needed. And she knew how to get it. Amen. I want you to know, you, know, you need to know what you need, yeah. where to go and get it, and how to go and get it. No one can do it on your behalf. Yeah. Now, we, we, we are privileged to have, have someone that is available to us. Like Jesus showed up, she says, I'm not going to miss this opportunity. He came into my town. Her thinking was, he came into the town for me. <laughs> you see, you sometimes have to get into that place where you say, God showed up here for me. God sent Bishop Thomas here for me. Not, everybody else can have their own things, but for me. I know why God sent him here. Amen. Bishop, would you, would you mind praying with people? Sure, sure. Bless the Lord. Amen. Let's just, let's just, let's just uh, while we're worshiping, if, if you are the one that's saying, God, I, I, I want someone to just touch and agree with me. Come to the front. I, I believe there is a power in the laying on of hands. There's a power in breakthrough in that. And so don't worry about anybody else. It's about what you need. Amen. Your issue may be something else from someone else. No one has to know what you're struggling with. All they have to know is that you want to get more from God. You want to break through in your life. Come on, if, if, if it's you that is in this place, I want to, uh, I want to open out this, this opportunity for you to just begin to access God. Whether it is for your healing, whether it is for your breakthrough, whatever area in your life, you don't have to struggle in that place anymore. You, all you got to do is, and you can stand up in the back. You, all you do is just begin to access God. Amen. I want you to understand you, uh, your life can change. Your life can change right now this morning. Amen. The worship team can just lead us in a song. Amen. We bless you, Lord. Come on. Come on. Don't, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I, I want you to just do, you just step up front. I tell you, if you would take that step, God will do the rest. If you, if you would take that step, God will do the rest in your life. 
Kashabasata, Libaramanda Labasata.
stand to our feet. Let's just stand to our feet this, this morning. Let's just start worshiping wherever we are. Okay. Yes. Come on, all, all of you, wherever you are in your seats, come on, let's just stand to our feet right now. Everyone and worshiping. No spectators, amen. No spectators. We're worshiping. We're trusting God that this is a moment. This is a moment where God shows up. You can lift your hands. You can begin to worship Him. You can just glorify Him. You can honor Him right now in this place. He's worthy. He's worthy.
your sons and in the lives of your daughters father we speak of God a word of turnaround we speak a word of God that will cause every situation to change in their favor for the positive Lord in their lives so father we bless you 
we honor you we glorify you for what you are doing in this place what you're doing in the lives of people today you are the God that is able to do great and mighty things you are the God of favor you are the God of grace you are the God of mercy we love you Lord can you just lift your hands wherever you are right now father we bless you Won't you disappropriate that for your life right now? It's a new season, Lord. Fresh anointing. I just want you to know that there are certain moments when God does certain things. You can't explain it. You can't quantify it, what has been done and the measure of it. But I know in my heart, for many of you, this is a new season. Amen. you got to speak that into your life. You have to welcome that into your life. Amen. Now, I know often, you know, when, we, when you've been prayed and for and Sometimes when you come under the power of the Holy Spirit, some of us cry, some of us, you know, shake, some of us fall. The reality is all of our experiences are different. Some of us just feel the warmth of God's presence coming over us. There's nothing wrong with any of that. That's the way you're responding to how God is filling your life, ministering to your life. Remember, when we come up front, it's not about anybody else. It's, it's not how, what you, how you look, what people think, nothing. And I want you to get to that place where you're saying, God, I'm comfortable enough to trust when you show up. I know how to respond. Amen. And I know today, if, when God touched you, and I know for the people, all of you that came up, God touched you. You're not going to be the same again. It's going to be better. Amen. God is going to do greater things in your life. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Let's just, you may be seated. Amen. So, Bishop, your assignment is over. You want to leave a few seed thoughts? Few seed. Amen. You, you can even sit. Amen. Now, Bishop is 70 years old. I'm not going to overwork him. Amen. So, Neil, bring a chair. Amen. Move this pulpit out. behind the scenes how God orchestrates things on our behalf behind the scenes much like a play you might sit in the front row of the balcony but you see what's happening on the stage but you don't see what's happening behind the scenes behind the scene is where God is orchestrating things that's where he's rewriting the script rewriting lines because the devil wants to write 
a line and a plan for your life. But God says, I have plans for you. Plans for your well-being and not for your destruction. So whenever the enemy comes and try to change the plans of God for your life, God will just overwrite it behind the scenes. And what happened today was God moving behind the scenes. We thought it was going to go one way. And God says, no, new script. And we have to be obedient when we get our lines and get our assignments to do exactly what God ordains for us to do. And that's when God is magnified. That's when God is glorified. When he see his people edified. When he see his people set free. When he see his people strengthened. When he see their increase in their faith. And so that's what I wanted to leave you with today. That God is working behind the scenes on each of your behalf. And not only is he working it at one time. But he's working it at one time for all of you. God is a multitasker. He could be working in your life while he's working in hers. He could be working in his life while he's working in yours. He could work in all of our lives today at the same time. He gave all of us a new script on our life. We all should go away from here today knowing that this is a new season. A new production is at hand and you're going to be the star in the production. God bless you and God keep you for his glory. Amen.